Yo, what up, everybody? This episode of Nana Brew the Podcast is about words matter. We're splitting up business in the front, party in the back as the mold of podcasts. So this is the business in the front. Check out party in the back coming later in the week. Cheers. Nana what? Nana Brew. Nana what? What? Nana Brew. Nana what? Nana Brew. Nana what? What? Nana Brew. Some. Learn from our Let's successes. Do. More. A laugh. lot more. Laugh at us, cry with us. Hee hee. <laughs> 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 Reminder. Nanabrew the podcast is rated earmuffs. In case you don't like bad words like fuck. Shit. Damn. I didn't think of a new word. Do it. <laughs> All right, we'll pass. Just say pass. Oh, pass. I kind of like that segment, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was the way he finished it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, all, we're all time coming this is today. Our, uh, yeah. This is our take two here because we got some new studio equipment. And we're all getting used to backing off the microphones a little bit. Yeah, so sorry if you can not hear us or we're too loud. Yeah, because we're and, all figuring out. And we also found out my computer's a piece of shit. That's, that's <laughs> true. I did feel like I was breathing heavy and unintentionally last time, and I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. I, I, think, like, <gasps> I think we have a half hour's worth of beer in us right now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's probably a good thing. It is. It's going to be It's going to so be an interesting podcast. Introduce the gang. My name is Jason. They call me the Funky Boss. Mm-hmm. They call me the Doctor. They call me MC Pickles. <laughs> I'm also here with... You had way more names. Like I, I, Well, yeah, and the Prez and the host and those things. But first... Doctor. Yes. Doctor. Let me give you over to Brian, whatever your name is. My name is Brian. <laughs> I am Moral Compass 5000. Maybe. I am the Prophecy. Indeed. Time Cop. True. Dr. Ham. Occasionally. Uh, Mike Spiker. Never. Not anymore. Uh, Not the new sweet-ass equipment we got. That's true. We do have some sweet-ass well, equipment. words, I guess. If he gets within a foot of the microphone, he'll be Mike Spiking. Uh, I'll spike it. I'll spike it. Don't not do it. <laughs> I know, we're going to we're gonna have to, uh, Brando can't be here today, but he has a tendency to lean way back and then lean way forward, so yeah. he's going to be in danger with a new equipment that we're yes. going to have to tell his him. ears are on. Uh... Maybe we should get him one of those windscreens where it's like set Yeah, up. he can. Oh, yeah, he can only get so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, probably a good idea. We also have a special guest. We do, special guest, Pete. Yeah, Woo! I'm Pete. I am uh, the Indie Waterman, Ash Cannon Pete. <laughs> and one of the three kings of books and brews. Check it out at askkinandpete.com. <laughs> Actually, hey, Ed, there's a subscription for that. Actually, on uh, the new segment, I, I of just, do not Google that. I just found do out. Do not Google that. that. Don't Google that at all. Did you Please. actually Google it that fast? Already no. spiking. No. Already spiking. I am. Everybody, everyone wants to lean forward. Whenever right, everyone, right. we people want to talk, everyone's got a tendency to lean and close the microphone. Lean back. Lean back. Come on. Lean back. Come on. So, what are we gonna do here, and then do the podcast? I am gonna tell you. Yes. After I introduce Justin. Woohoo! <laughs> it's Fozzie Bear. I'll tell you jokes both old and rare. The Foz. The forgotten one. The Foz. <laughs> the forgotten. The legend. The the the, the artist. The There's joke killer. That sat there it's once. The, I can't remember. Yes. There was there was something else we were gonna do. 
Oh, well, that's what happens when we do the first podcast on a gateway computer. Oh, it quit working. Gateway. Oh, <laughs> gateway. Oh, oh, Speaking of that, um, we are collecting funds to get me a new uh, PC. <laughs> Dude, he's got a I know. <laughs> it just made a good Oh, job. really? It is? Okay, okay. Oh, shit, it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about old business. What the fuck did we do? We're going to talk about new business. What the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> We're going to art in your face. Uh, I've mm. been arting all day. Smells so good. It's eclectic. I'm gonna give you my guilty pleasure of the week. Ooh, you where else? Where else? Boy. Where else? Where else are we gonna do our Wendy's beef of the week? Mm. Gateway, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, cow spots. Computers with cow spots. Sucks. Oh. Miguel loves it. Shout out Miguel. Shout out Miguel. We're also here, Miguel. Woo-hoo. Videographer, photographer extraordinaire. We're gonna have a uh, new web series coming out. And we can't think of a name of it yet. I shout out Mondays with Miguel, but maybe like Books and Brews Story Time with Miguel. Super cool. It's gonna be great. He's he's going around all the locations. Miguel's mysteries. He's not stopped smiling yet. Miguel's mysteries. Miguel's mystery Mondays. Oh yes. We're here. We're here on site of the old Carmel murder of 2004. Let's go in and check it out. Dump dump dump. Down down down. Unsolved mysteries with Miguel. This picture with a little flashlight on his head. <laughs> Man, it's amazing. Just, we just, get him a dog sidekick. Just, just walking through the hallways of the Carmel City Center, yeah. pretending to be in like ancient ruins. And like, look at these. Hey, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> look at these markings. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, sir. This, this is my house. <laughs> this store sold the thing called DVDs. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about old business. Oh. We've got a lot to do. We're not going to get there already yeah, at this pace. Just go. Just go. Ready? Dum, 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 My freaking computer. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Shag, go. Shag carpets. <laughs> the Mayans. Machu Picchu. Old business. The abridged version there. Yeah. Sand and rocks and the Big Bang. Boom. So last time I talked about... We were, so we're, this is take two, so I'm going to shorten it up because I'm already bored of talking about it. But we talked about uh, weird things. People say congratulations at weird times. Like, here, you bought a car. Congratulations. You bought a house. Congratulations. When you're actually giving them money. And I likened that to giving people promotions. That I think that that words matter psychologically. I don't think that. That's really true. They say the things that you say out loud will have a psychological impact. It's kind of the idea of the self-fulfilling prophecy that we start to get. Oh, hey, I'm the prophecy. Oh, dude, self-fulfilling Brian? <laughs> Continue. Self-fulfilling time cop? Oh, <laughs> Back in time. I want to go back in time. <laughs> so, I went there. It's overrated. It's good. It's good mouth trumpet. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, pay attention to the words that you use. Go back and listen to the last episode. I talked about basically when someone gives you promotion, when you feel the need to thank someone, you need to give yourself a little more fucking credit for it and say things like, thank you for noticing. Thank you for giving me the opportunity that I've earned. You know, like... It's the difference between being humble and actually just disqualifying yourself. I think that if you grew up in the 80s, like I did, and your parents were 50s kids, that it was beat into them, maybe sometimes physically, like not taking compliments, like, 
wow, great job mowing the lawn, Johnny. Well, it was nothing really. I just, you know, I like that. That was just like that's part of the. I mean, the, the grass, culture of the, the time. Was already ready to be it was like, like I said, it was like you're welcome. I did it. You're right. I did a good job. Like that's okay because that's literally what they're telling you. Recognizing exactly what they're telling you is not a negative thing. And when someone tells you that they're giving you a promotion, they're recognizing your hard work. And by by saying thank you, you're at least partially verbally giving them part of the credit, even though they did nothing but just Those notice. Are shit. So saying thank you for noticing is a big difference, I think, mentally for people instead of saying just thank you because it's not on the boss to promote you. It's on you to earn it, and I think that we need to own that more as a culture. That's just my opinion. How, think about that, Pete. You can hear it. So I, I'm going to say right there, like, you're different than most business owners. 100%. So the, the average guy, if I, I went and said, oh, thanks for noticing mm-hmm. that I deserve this promotion, mm-hmm. the next one is might take a lot longer. I don't think so. But In some businesses. Now, sure. if you're in sales, oh, it's actually, all like, about yeah. production. And being sure. cocky and being sure. the best. Done. But in some, it's not going to fly over well. I'll qualify it slightly. Thank you for noticing. Okay. So it sounded a little abrasive, I think, the way I put it. I'll put it a different way. I'll put it a different way. Because I'm abrasive. That's what I do. It's part of my wear it. I own it. It's my truth. But so you're what... a brace suit? <laughs> Bra- brace did not. That was bad. I not a suit. So... In other words, um, I'll put it a different way. I think there's I think there's a better way of putting it, but this is part of the problem is that we're, we have a hard time finding words because our words and our vernacular and our parlance are all built around being humble and, you know, bowing on the way out of the room to being subservient to the boss because of all this stuff. So that if we start to find more words to show more self-confidence in these matters, that it's more of a recognition of hard work than it is really someone like opening a door. Like, like we're the one opening the door. There's on the other side of it. So in other words, something along the lines of like, you made the right decision. Like, I'm going to prove that you made the right decision here, and I'm going to kick ass. Like, you, if you think you've seen what I've done to this point, just wait. You ain't seen nothing now yet. That you've, now that you've given me this chance, I think that's a, maybe that's a little bit of a difference between saying thank you and saying, like, I appreciate the chance to, to kick ass even more for you. Or, you know, something along the lines that gives you still, like, the credit the credit of doing the job should be 100 on you know, you know that that's where I think we split it. I think sometimes a little bit of the credit of the job leaks out into the boss. What's going on right now? Are you listening to your? Is you, are you got a video going on in your phone? No. Oh, I thought so. no, I, no, no, that's something loud was happening. No, out there. that's outside. Wow, that's no, how packed that, we are. Oh, Bruce is fired popping, up right now. Headphones freak me out. Wow, yeah. books and brews, man. Headphones Party's happening. Freak me out. Dude, yeah, I had no idea, dude. Dude, that felt like <laughs> it felt like a horror movie. In my yeah. headphones right now. I couldn't tell if it was inside or outside. Am I getting stabbed? I don't know. <laughs> what is occurring? Should I should yeah. I call for help? So anyway, the point is, like, I think sometimes like the words that we use leak a little bit of what we've done onto the boss. And I think that that's part of a weird thing for me. And maybe it's a weird crossroads that I've come across as a boss when people are like, wow, thank you for the opportunity. And I'm like, I didn't do shit. Like you're qualified for it and you deserve it. In fact, usually I wait until the point of that happens. Like I'm not, it almost, it almost honestly, and again, I know I'm at the average. I, I recognize the fact that I look at things a lot differently than other people. But sometimes when people tell me that, it's almost like, it feels almost like it almost feels like an insult to me. Like, really? Like, you were waiting for me to, like, it's on me a little bit to notice, like, you are you get a promotion? Like, this has nothing to do with me. The point is, you're awesome, and I have a job opening that you fit in, and me connecting those dots is not a hard thing. Like, you being good, like, you being good and, 
is and and I think that it is I don't know like I just I want people to be able to own it more than they do um, when they do good things. So basically, you know? this whole thank you premise is like it's kind of an ideal scenario for you. Then, well, I'm going to say right there. I think it comes from corporate America because you see so many people get promotions don't deserve them. So you're like, oh, look as at this, Bill knows somebody, and all of a sudden he gets Bill. promoted. Bill's yeah, a dick. Dude, as the goes, fuck you. Uh, Bill, fuck you. Fuck all Bills. Sorry. <laughs> fuck them all. But <laughs> Bill gets a promotion, Shit and all of a sudden you're like, I've been working my ass off. Except for you, so when Bill, you finally you know get it, perfect. you're like, thank you. I, I, you can't it's go, about, I deserve the last three that you skipped about, over. It's about time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can't well, say that because in corporate America, they're like, fuck you, you're not getting another yeah, one. Well, Here's yeah. the thing, though. In corporate America, though, I've had so many bosses, it's like you have to stroke their ego. It's basically, it's like, no, you did such a great job at that meeting today. Speaking of, um, I kind of need Friday off. Are you cool with that? Oh, sure. Thank you so much. And it, it happens all the time. And I think, but I think America. eventually there's got to be a ground zero. Like, I think there's got to be a movement of, like, taking back the confidence of self-confidence. I think that we send mixed messages sometimes, and this is a whole, like, I love this shit. I'll talk about this forever. But I'm going to bleed this into new business because it's almost exactly the same. New shit. New shit. The newest of new. The future. That was good. That was good. The future. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. All the way in the future. 2017, the future. So the psychological effects that words have on us and that when we get to a point where, and again, I'm, I'm talking about this as the boss, right? And this is where I think... Your nickname, the boss? Dude, the boss. I'm the funky boss. Funky boss. Tony Dance. I'm not just the boss. I'm the funky boss. Tony yeah. Dance. Tony Dance is the boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's taking that from you, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy, Tony. No beef on Tony. No, no. We're cool no. with you, Tony. We're not beefing on Tony. No beef on Tony. <laughs> no. Have you seen him? He's... He's still built as an oh, old dude. He can still knock you the oh, fuck out. He's and, and sweep your floors, cook your dinner. <laughs> yeah. He'll do laundry, too. Make your bed, yes. take your fucking laundry. And then he'll stand over you and say, who's the fucking boss? <laughs> who's the boss? <laughs> and you're uh, on the ground. I believe Angela was his boss. Angela, yeah. Uh, well, that's wow, that's very specific. Yeah. Who, who doesn't memory. like having a hot blonde boss? <laughs> yes. All right, I'm in. <laughs> so, and you get to live in a house? <laughs> and you get a house out of it. Yeah. Oh, hmm. So so anyway, the point is is that I, is that I I think it's because you know, one of the things I'm a big believer in is like double tripling quadrupling down on what you're good at. Double just, triple. <laughs> and just saying fuck, fuck the stuff that you're not good at. And just if you have something you're not good at and you're a boss, you're lucky to hire someone that you I'm not good at this shit. You're good at it. I'm not. You're hired to do that job. Instead of, you know, I fucked up along the way one time along the way where I hired some people that were good at this stuff that I was good at. And then I went on to do the stuff I wasn't good at. And then they didn't do this stuff that I was good at as good as me. And then I couldn't do the stuff that I wasn't, you know, yeah. it was a bad cycle. And I figured, <laughs> like, why am I doing the shit that I hate instead of the shit that I like that I'm really good at? Like, I'm just going to fuck, that's a dumb system. How yeah. stupid am I? Yeah. So it took a so look. So stupid. So dude, dude, you're so, so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> dumb shit. Dumb shit. Dude, dumb oh, shit. Oh, new segment. New segment. Jason's dumb shit. Dumb shit. Oh, man. So, but I think that, so being observant. And noticing trends and noticing things and patterns. And it's a little bit of the English background, English lit, like noticing motifs and patterns and some, you know. Um, shit's lit. Dude, shit's lit off. Oh, How did I never think of that? That's really funny. That is funny. It hit me and I was like, wow, this fits perfect. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> so, 
Um, one of the things I began to notice was, again, it took my wife, Sarah, shout out Sarah, love my life. She also, at one time, because I was so bad at taking compliments, we were at a party somewhere and someone was like, hey, that thing you did that time, great job. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know. And she's like, Jason, just say thank you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, it's weird. Like, I almost felt guilty the first time I even tried that. Like, literally, if someone gave me a compliment until I was probably 25, I don't think I've ever just said thank you. Like, that, that's when it hit me. Like, I've never, I've never ed, ever said, like, wow, I appreciate that you've noticed what I've done. Like, that didn't feel okay to me. It didn't feel okay to, like, own the accomplishment. I, I had to sort of brush it off. Like, no, it was nothing. It wasn't a thing. And I started to think about, like, being raised that way and, and like, the words that we use and, like, how I never really felt, even for the accomplishments that I had, I never really felt fully accomplished for them and then I started thinking about again like reading the studies about psychology and the words that we use and the effect that has on our mind and then I'm like oh shit like all this time that I put off the stuff that I achieve and I don't fully own that like that has an effect on you You don't feel you don't feel like you've achieved anything not anything but certainly not what you have certainly not the accomplishments that you've you've gotten and that leads to like a really bad spiral of the I think I think that is of itself beliefs based beliefs uh what am i talking about opinion here that i think that the that leads into a little little of the i'm never going to be satisfied mentality because even when we get the thing we want we still sort of push off the accomplishment i was nothing ah nah it was it it wasn't me it was a team effort it was it's like no i did an awesome job does that come from your sports background though when whenever you win a game they're like Oh, you, you did a great job, but here's the parts you need to improve on. Blah, 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 blah. There's always something to work on. Exactly. There's, there's never, so, it's never 100% perfect. Never 100%, yeah. That's part of it, too. But, you know, I think... Which is also corporate America, going back to what you said. Like, when I worked for corporate America, there was legitimately... I was good friends with my boss. They were like, I... No matter how good of a job you do, I cannot give you a perfect score on your review. It can't happen. Like the company will not allow you, right? Say like legit. This was whole. Like, well, I don't. I don't. I, I understand. Sorry. Part of the reason I understand is because being the person I am. Like I talked about this 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 week that when it comes to like a district manager position, there's been times where a district manager has gone into one of our stores and been like, "Ah, oh, cool, far out, ninety seven percent." I walk in and I'm like, "Yo, how could you possibly yeah. think that this is okay and that's okay?" Sixty seven at best. And so I can see. <laughs> I can see that pressure on the culture moving forward that in their mind they go, I need to find a lot of shit wrong. Like, yeah. Which is I, what we talk about I like, to, I like to, opening franchises with like the health department. Right. It's like their job is to go in there and find shit wrong. If they don't, then if they they're don't, not doing their job. If they don't nope. and then they get in trouble, yeah. whose ass is on the line? Yeah. And they're going to find something every time. Oh, they no have, matter. They have to. Yeah, oh, yeah. No matter what. So and, again, you could you could be perfect, and they'll still find something. And in automotive, we would always leave the auditors something to find easy. Because if they don't find anything easy, then all of a sudden they're going to... Were you an adjuster or something? What an automotive? No, no, no. When I was in R&D. So we're creating new products. And I don't know this part of your history. What yeah, is, I don't either, Pete. Yeah, so why explain? Explain why something. You I, I ran the R and D department for uh, Delco Remy for four years. Oh, okay. So that's why I spent six months in China and oh, six months. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. I remember you talking about. Okay, so if, if people, if you haven't been following the podcast way back when, Pete, this has got to be like your seventh or eighth time. Historically, it's been it's been two years probably since yeah. you've been on the podcast. Took a hiatus. A hiatus. Yeah. We're also going to do. 
Um, this is a good time to mention it. We're going to do the Nano Brew Network coming up. Nano so, Network. So Nano Brew, the show here, is going to be our long form show, but we're going to have a lot of like ten to fifteen minute shows. They're going to be more breaking down niche style, so in more interview style. So um, you know, someone's going to be the host of a board game show, and someone's going to be the host of a beer show, music uh, music show, and then so we'll have a lot of more micro podcasts and that will of course more cul- culminate in our podcast here but um, so anyway Pete if you want to be part of that dude that cool. sounds awesome especially from you know what I'm fascinated and I think other people would be is that your experience from just like a sales side of thing from psychology all the way up because correct me if I'm wrong here I know I'm segueing, but like are you <laughs> this is you're not classically trained. Are you, do you have a degree in sales? But it's engineering, right? No, I have a master's in engineering. Well, and that's so. and that's why I love you, you so much more is because is because your <laughs> your sales tendencies come from observation, logic, and practical application. They don't come from school learning. So, like a lot of like the bullet points and buzz terms and vocabulary words, like I'm sure you've picked up some of that along the way. But a lot of it just comes from intuition and and practice, right? Well, I, I'll throw it back to my dad. My dad woke me up every Saturday at six in the morning and made me go eat breakfast with the old guys. And so I'm six years old up until like 12, (laughs) but you go eat breakfast. In terms of old guys, in terms of like your grandparents or his, his, like his his buddies and all business owners. So we're sitting there and I just learned the ins and outs of how businesses work and you're, how they think even. Yeah. And you see, they're like, Oh, these people suck and And how they talk. Exactly. The words so, they use. And and then all of a sudden, I'm selling to those people that are that same age. It's a different group of people, but the, they all think the same. And they just graduated to a different group. And you took in all the information, though, and then you saw that on the other side of the table. And then you were able to take the sales strategies. You were able to invent the sales strategies in terms of putting that piece together to connect to an emotional level or a pain point physically or financial or whatever it is you're gonna be like fuck these guys i'm not one of them they're like oh this guy's cool yeah they, just be like hey, <laughs> i you have empathy they you they have, call have, it value selling now right well you yeah there you, you, have, you have empathy for the issues that because you have around so many people from a young age like you're able to see that and hear that and the words again so you're able to so i mean i know you dig this and we've talked about it and i'm, I'm getting I swear I'm tying this back into words in general, but um, there was a psychologist like in the 40s and 50s that came up with the phrase match and mirror, which you probably know. The whole idea is that people like two kind of people, the people they're like and the people that they want to be like. And that is why 100% of our art is either look at my flashy cars and money and stuff that I have that you want. Instagram. Or the drama shit that I'm going through that you're also going through. So people leave Twitter. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> read the sad, depressing shit because they can identify with it. Facebook. <laughs> or right, or they read the stuff, probably like you said, Instagram, the flashy, the nice, I'm, a, I'm trying, they're either trying to get to it or they're identifying with it. And so the match and mirror technique is basically just, if you have someone, I'll take our, I'll take our, I was talking to Ken, who is our director of ops about this, with the different management that we have in our stores. So Scotty here, shout out Scotty. This guy's a big personality. He talks really fast and you gotta fight for your time. If you don't, he's gonna talk over you and he's gonna get in there and like- so Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, that totally, I get that completely. And you gotta get in, but, you, but here's you the gotta thing. You gotta jump in there and you gotta fight for it. And when you start to talk like him and you get in there, like, you know, he's good. and for me, I'm a natural mimic, so it comes naturally. Yeah, I, I don't fight it hard. 
But so, I can see how others could. Well, others will get run over. Yes. Like, why and are then, you so effeminate when you talk to me, then? Don't ask questions you don't want the answer That's to. why I flirt with Justin so much. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's because I've it's, never talked to Justin. He's never done Jason, that to me. Why don't There's you talk to me the same way you do when people are But he around. likes chicken and waffles. Whereas, um, you know, we might have other people that... Other managers who are more soft-spoken and thoughtful and diligent in their practices, and you have to slow it down for them, or they'll feel overwhelmed. So you say, "Yeah, I understand your point here. Here's, you know, these types of you have." So that's the match and mirror side of things. So when it comes, you have the inside info. Like you get, like you before you even have a chance to match. Like you already know the mirror. Like you know what I mean? That's a pretty, anyway. That's pretty cool. It's a chameleon. You you have yeah. to change to whoever you're selling to, yeah. and and the best best salespeople in the world are any bartender anywhere, because they will sit there and listen, and even if they don't agree with your point of view, they will bring up a topic that keeps you talking. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. True. Okay, so I really want really quick back to the words you use though, because here's the interesting thing. It hit me. It was weird. I has so we have all this new equipment. New shit. New shit. It's sweet. It's, it's awesome. The and you broke shit. it already. Yeah, right. We, 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 we don't know how to use it. We don't know how to use it. I got a... You can post the image of me jamming oh, a mic geez. cord. I ripped... Fucking broke a mic cord. Put it in there and then it wouldn't come out and I ripped it out. I think the channel locks to get it out again. Like, it's still on the table. You should never use channel locks on electronic equipment. Not I'm just throwing that I out mean, there. I feel like that's natural. Yeah. I feel like you would appreciate that if anybody would appreciate that, Pete. I, <laughs> I'm just surprised you had them around. Uh, yeah. For one thing, I don't know how many times I've come in here and you're like, Pete, can you fix this? And I'm like, oh, damn it. Oh, All right. right. Okay, I got my tools. What did Chris break? Yeah. I almost, I almost, <laughs> almost, I 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 um, tested by Chris Dickers, and it has, <laughs> and at the bottom it tagline, "Don't trust any Chris with a K." Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And you're like, yeah, I want to put that on every piece of equipment I ever make. Not so bad because he won't listen, but he, <laughs> he would literally come in like Chris Walker and be like, "Hey, just so you know, this is Chris proofed. So yeah, like, yes. it's, gone, it's gone through the trials and tribulations, and I fixed it again." So Chris, you talk to it brewers. for two hours. <laughs> Chris is one of our brewers here, so shout out, Chris. He's shout out. He's shout uh, out. he is so in in order of longest tenured staff. He's number two, I think now, because you're number one. Yeah, I yeah. think he's number two. I think you're right. And then Brando and Justin were close. I think. Yeah, Brandon's three. I'm four. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so we're all you know all real close. Uh, Pete, Pete's before everybody. He was he was here. Yeah, he's an OG yeah. from the very beginning. I was here when Jason was screwing up brewing and making yeah. my sandwich at the same yeah. time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Beer got so much better when Brian hired him. Hired yeah. so We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> once once Pete's, Pete's giving up a three, job. Pete's probably got three mug club memberships that are after or before mine. So here's here's what I want to get at. Number one, we talked about flip the strip last time. About, you know, this next time, really, here's the thing. When it comes to, let me load up my notes here because I did. Cause I did AC's actually. on. Yeah, AC, you can hear it humming. <laughs> this, this is how good the microphones are. So... Here's here's what I'll say. Thoughts come before feelings sometimes. <laughs> they do. I'm gonna give you a funny. This is a funny story. This really happens. I'm gonna avoid names because it could be embarrassing. Because I know this is like this is our super national oh. podcast here. It's oh, actually yeah. international. Shout out Japan and it China is. and uh, Finland, uh, Poland, too, all the places that listen. Um, so I was playing for the University of Michigan baseball team. Everyone drink! Uh, oh, this is, oh, I can't believe what we went to. I'm 26 empty. minutes in the podcast. I had not mentioned. I didn't get a once. refill. I'm empty. Oh man! Well, well you your fault. I was, I was okay, I'll be why, back. I was wondering why you didn't. But. 
Every time I say baseball, you have to drink at home. That's our uh, staff drinking game. I cannot wait to listen to this podcast at like 8 in the morning. <laughs> On oh, a Monday. You How's wasted? your Monday? Whoa, let baseball, me tell baseball, you. Baseball, baseball, yeah. You're trying to get major. You're trying to get me. Stop it. It's working. Why are we so, watching Major League? I. This is a story. You have no marbles. Sorry. This. That's it. No Ole A lot of people don't like Major League Two. I'm still a fan. I'm okay. This with is it. funny. I think it's they're funny. horrible people. I mean, it, it, they moved it to PG-13, which oh, took yeah. an element away, but it's still really funny. <laughs> or in your face. So, here's what I'll okay. So, you University of Michigan coach. baseball team. We had a coach. I was not fond of this coach. I did not like him. Coach, fuck you. And I think, not as, <laughs> okay. and I think, I think a lot of times this is an interesting topic for future. A lot of times. I've said this about current staff. This like lessons come where people aren't ready to receive them yet. Like you know, a lot of times when the lessons come, whether it's a parent, whether it's a coach, or whether it's an employer, it's like three things. It's like yes, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Thank you. It's no fuck you, or it's I'm not ready to hear that. And I think the I think I think the majority of them come under the third. It's like I'm just not ready to hear it. A lot of it gets logged in our subconscious. It pops up later, and we go, fuck, that was actually a pretty poignant thing. Like, I should, probably should have paid more attention. So the coach brings us in. We're having a bad year. At Michigan, my junior year, we had, out of four starters, we had, like, two, I think three, two guys that made the big leagues, one that's still pitching in the big leagues, a third guy that got to double A that probably would have made the big leagues if he hadn't blown his elbow out. And, sorry. God. Jeez. Why don't, why don't you just... We got podcasts. Why don't you just hook up your own shit? We got, legit, we got legit mics, bro. <laughs> right? Sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> let, me just, let, me just, let me just watch some YouTube while you guys are podcasting real quick. Yeah, oh, hold up. I got this video. Hold yeah, on. Right, hold on. Real Were quick. you talking? Right. I didn't know. Yes. Really. No, I clicked hold the wrong on. button. I clicked so, the wrong button. I apologize. Hey, no Pornhub while we're on the podcast. <laughs> We've gotten our ass kicked for like three games in a row. And the coach is like, all right, team meeting. We come in. It's Saturday. It's early. We're you know college you're kids. Get lit up. So we're like, here we go. And the coach comes in and he says, guys, you're not going to wake up every morning and love your wife. And we were just like, what the <laughs> That was an opening line yeah. we were not ready for. <laughs> and on top of that, there was contextual weirdness about his wife in general. Let's put it there. <laughs> there weren't a lot of people that were fans of her. Let's so just say like, that. Oh, here we go. He's going to have his break. I was like, like she so, Brown's wife so from Major all, League? Yeah, all of us were just like, uh-oh. No, 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 not like that. Like, just oh. kind of like, none of us like her either. Oh. So everyone, everyone, as soon as he says this, is, we're weepy, we're like sleepy-eyed in the morning, and all of a sudden, guys, you're not going to wake up every... This is the first line out of his mouth. You're not going to uh. wake up every day and love your wife. And we're like, huh? what? We're, we're not? What, we, what's, hap- what's happening? Like Actually, is this too much information? Are you having a meltdown? Are you having a meltdown? That was my first thought. Like, are you going to start... start Stripping down with the baseball bat and start breaking some shit. We're in trouble right now. Should we call nine one one? And he goes, "Some days, I swear to God, this. Ha- some days you're gonna wake up, roll over, and go, what the hell happened? Oh my God! I think you're gonna go Justin's route. And wow! The bitch had to recognize, right? isn't that what? Wow! Justin said? So now we're ten seconds into this, and the team asshole who's sitting next to me, oh uh, Angel Hall, is the name of the English building at Michigan, and it's three stories high. And he leans over to me and he goes. If I had coached so-and-so's wife, I'd take a swan dive off of Angel Hall. <laughs> so now, so uh, now. Did he hear I, No, we're oh. in the back row because okay. I'm the back row guy who doesn't, you know, because I'm too cool for school anyway, right? Uh, so 
Um, don't bring up the past, right? So now this is a hilarious statement, and it's a very weird, serious topic. And I'm like button mouth trying to hold back oh, the laughter. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is not a moment to laugh in. No. So the the point, even you know, it was a good job in the fact that it was tongue in cheek. It was the so point, it didn't get weird. He didn't break shit. The he, point of the speech was the thoughts come before the feelings. You're not going to wake up every day and be like, I'm super pumped to go play baseball today. I'm going to go out and give it my best effort. The old college try. I'm 22 and I have a lot of energy. Like sometimes you get your ass kicked for six days in a row and you don't want to get to the ballpark and play a doubleheader, which we did and play for seven hours in the heat against the number two team in the country who we know is going to kick the living shit out of us yeah. for the next seven <laughs> hours straight. Right? Yeah. You're not going to be super pumped about that. <laughs> or let's say, I don't know, you don't play. Like you're not just going to wake up. So the whole theory of the speech was like, Oh, be careful. This was way before I did anything. This is way before I did anything with any of the. Yeah, be careful. The mics were so hot. No, it's his no, fingers. He's going to lose his fingers I, yeah, in the I door jam. Yeah, we literally, Pete and I were like bracing for you to lose three of your fingers. Yeah, I was, I was kind of hoping you'd lose one just so it'd be a great podcast. But like, turn the camera. Turn the camera right now. It was. I closed it from the wrong side by reaching into the hinges. He reached into the Sorry. So, anyway. He's the, a smart one. The point of thoughts coming for the feelings, the idea of self fulfilling prophecy. The idea of you're not going to get up and be like super fired up for you. My kid, even now, right? Because kid's about the same exact age. Be like, I don't want to go to work. Nobody does. It's the secret. Nobody like. Hi, Matt. It's called Shout out to Kelly, too. Uh, I saw him in the If it was. If, <laughs> it's a thing. It's my thing. If, I like Matt. If you enjoy Shout work, then it's called a hobby you make money at. Right. 100%. It's called work for a reason. You're not supposed to enjoy it. You're supposed to make money at it. Right. It has so, a function. Am so I hold on. Thank I'm you for my hobby. Almost done. <laughs> almost done. And and so the whole point is that we have to use. You have to pay attention to the words you use. That in fact, over time, you know. I mean, I don't want to. You can get too deep about it, but like language has been used as a very oppressive thing over time. And the point is that I think it's happening inside boardrooms, inside businesses, all the time. Is that you have to take it back and pay attention to the words that you use, whether. It's what you call your staff, the job title they have, whether bitch. It's, <laughs> it's in, in the instruction manual. Like, for example, in our instruction uh, instruction manual, our employee manual, employee manual, I've been drinking. So <laughs> it's a thing that happens here on Andrew with the podcast. So we call it acknowledgement instead of greeting. I think that matters. I think that's different. I think that calling someone a guest versus customer matters, but more than that, calling them Pete matters mm-hmm. calling them guy or brent or kamal or that matters more than guest or customer i think calling someone people that's why even when even when i try to post something online i always say i owe this to the people of books and brews anybody who is so i vo- i try to write around the word staff or the word employee customer. i try to write around the word find a way to not even mention it because as soon as you mention it it brings with it so much other stuff because Everyone's an employee everywhere, you know? Not everyone's a person everywhere. Well, it makes me kind of just with that statement curious because I know I use in the social media a lot the family. Like, yes. Yeah, I use that all the time. What do you think? Fam of or fam. That. And yeah, no, no. So Robert, oh dude, fire me up. So Robert Cialdini um, in Persuasion, um, which is, Robert Cialdini has two books, Influence and Persuasion. They're two of my top five business books if you're going to go read. And in Persuasion, all of the idea of the books is a lot of study-based stuff 
that they put people in basically settings and scenarios that before they even get them this, the variables of the study, they've already, they've already put them in settings and, and basically primed the pump so that they're going to, the, the outcome is more predictable. So even before they ask them what even the study is about, the outcome is more predictable based on those things. So the identification, the association with family is one of those things. Like whatever you get people associating with family or togetherness or community um, on a level that's outside of just acquaintance, you, you know, yeah. people become like the level of influence and the level of, he doesn't use the word sales and any of this stuff. He uses, he uses compli- compliance, I think in general. How do you get people to comply so sales is part of that selling a thing, but compliance with an ask. Like how do you get people to say yes to things? And that's a lot of his studies in influence and persuasion. So influence is about, he lists out seven things about people and what they're influenced about. And then in persuasion, it goes deeper into like, people are actually influenced before you even ask them. And, and so part of that is if family is asking or not, think about it. If a family member asks you for five bucks, that's different than a stranger asking for five bucks. So why is that? How do we use, you know, you don't want to use it for like the powers of evil, but like, how do you use that? Well, like, words also, matter. It's not also said that like for dates, because for some reason I think of dates when I think of business, um, okay. they say like most <laughs> partners. Yeah, like the, boy, he gets pleasure. No, you <laughs> damn right. Uh, <laughs> you married? <laughs> you married. Yeah. Not tonight. <laughs> hey, not... Not every time you're going to wake up next to... Oh, sorry. All right, yeah. uh, but no, Some they say when people are like <laughs> dating or couples going out for the first time or meeting, it's like they say you decide within the first five minutes if like, like okay, is this guy trash or is this girl trash? And I feel like you have a few drinks that can sway you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's you the thing. shift of percentage yeah, points. Yeah. But how many, like, how many situations do you know? It's like well. you Shots. meet this girl. It's like, wow, she's hot, but she's dumb, and I absolutely hate her. I'm gonna. <laughs> wow, this girl's And this is the love. <laughs> this is this is gonna be the person I marry in eight years. Wow, so. wow, this chick looks good, but she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, make an ugly woman your wife. Oh, that's oh right. Okay. Okay. But that's okay. a song. That's a song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can play it right now on my phone, which I can. My, my <laughs> wife might listen. I cannot comment Seriously? on any of what's going on. Yeah. It's so bad. Shout out Jennifer. Yes. I, I have some Pete quotes I'd love to throw out right now. <laughs> you can throw all the Pete quotes what you want, and you might go to jail. Yeah. All right? There's a lot around. of bad stuff floating around out there. So he, Two Cliffords make you say stupid shit. It, oh, especially two mugs of Clifford. Yeah. People don't even know. Everybody's yeah, you don't even know. People order, people order mug number two, they don't even know. Sometimes you'd be like, are you sure you want to do that? Isn't it on a can? What's going to happen at the end? That's why it's it's on the can. Everyone's got a story about Clifford. Uh, Shout out Clifford. It's our 7.4% ABV, sometimes on the can, sometimes over 8. It happens. You know, there's been a time or two. I think it's a 7.3 on the can. Yeah, Yeah, 7.3 on the can, sometimes 8.2 in your belly. (laughs) Who knows uh, the difference? (laughs) Sometimes some weird stuff Did you eat lunch? No. All right. Then it's like a 9.5. Yeah. You know. This is this is our what Clifford you, nap room. Yeah. Oh, we'll turn our barrel room into the Clifford nap room, oh. and we'll just give everyone a nap before they go home. Dude, eight bucks an hour? Oh, sure. I get thrown into the dog house. You'd make at least an extra three hundred dollars a year off. I agree for yeah. sure. Oh my god, I agree. I well, can I'm have a nap. How to make that happen? Yeah. That sounds like a great. I will pay for full rent. I can't say much. I just found out I left my credit card here for a week. Or I'll even throw some grains. 
just throw like a bag of grains. Oh, just keep you warm. Yeah. It's like one of those weighted blankets. Exactly. Well, you can't. Mm. Well, you All right. right. I do want a little more beer, so we're going to break. But okay. here's what I'll tell you back at home. Listen to me. Words matter. I don't care if you're in sales. I don't care what you're telling yourself. When you wake up in the morning and you just say the words, I'm grateful for being able to wake up. Just say it out loud. Just wake up and say thank you. Wake up and tell someone. And even in the process of telling someone that you love that thank you for, for being awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, thank you. You're welcome. For even hanging out with me. Thank you. Like, I, know. I appreciate even like I'm grateful for. I appreciate. Thank you. Like those words coming out of your mouth will psychologically change any other shit that's going on in your life. You know, that if you find the moments of being, it, but here's the point is that you gotta do the exercise. I think like the, like the brain, like any other muscle, like you gotta exercise gratitude, appreciation. You gotta be able to point that shit out. On the flip side, it's real easy to find the things that suck. It's real easy to find the things that are bare. You know, all you gotta do is load up, just type in news into Google and hit enter. Yep. You're gonna find the shit, you know why? Because that makes money. You can find, in the world, you can find whatever you want to feel. If you want to feel happy, type in happy. No one does it. They type in news. News, you might as well type in, I want to be fucking depressed. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find the same shit. If you type in, <laughs> I want to be fucking depressed, it's going to be CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. It's all going to be right in a row for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to use the words that come out of your mouth. Thank you. Like, I, I, I heard a, a guy recently say, if you just go to bed at night and say the word out loud, thank you, words, and then wake up in the morning and say thank you, that alone will change your, the, the chemicals in your brain and totally rewire you on a new perspective for your day. Pay attention to what you say. So it's, it's a big, longer topic, and I want a whole podcast with Pete on it in general about sales, but we'll get into that later. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're awesome. We're going to break, and I'm going to drink more beer. Yes. We'll